0: And when it comes to food and diet, and even a healing journey, none of us want to invest our precious resource, time, into something and have it be a waste. Welcome to Somatic Digest, the podcast, the place you come to find love, joy, and acceptance in your body. I'm your host, Kim. A registered dietitian whose mission is to bring tangible tips for you to build the ideal relationship with your body. I'll be sharing principles to connect you back to your natural state of being. We will honor emotions and create conversations that will allow your nervous system to relax. Throughout the episodes, you will develop an understanding to what your body is truly telling you. I'm so grateful you're here be sure to subscribe. Now let's get to the show. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about time. Time is our most valuable resource because we can never get it back. And when it comes to food and diet and even a healing journey, none of us want to invest our precious resource, time, into something and have it be a waste. I see a lot of us viewing intuitive eating as a diet when it comes to wondering about wasting time. I was recently talking to a client who just recently started my program and we were really having an honest discussion about if this is the right time to do a program, like an intuitive eating program. And it got me thinking about time. So as this episode airs, it's in the middle of September. We are going into the last quarter of the year. And while summer can feel really busy in the most fun way, Fall and winter is busy, but it carries this lingering effect of stress. So I want this episode to be all about how intuitive eating saves you time, and it's really inspired by my two clients. So let me go back to when I said I see a lot of us viewing intuitive eating as a diet and wondering if this is going to be a waste of time. If you feel like, is this the right time to do an intuitive eating journey or embark on your intuitive eating journey? The answer is yes, because time is going to pass you regardless. So you might as well enjoy yourself as much as you can in the meantime. And second, if you're worried if intuitive eating is going to be something that wastes your time, you're looking at intuitive eating as a diet. When you plan to start a new diet or fitness journey, health journey, there is a level of preparation, right? You have to get the meal plan. You have to buy all the food, prep it. Maybe you have to cancel some of your social plans or make sure you're not going on any vacation. You have to change your life so that it fits in with your diet plan or fitness plan. With intuitive eating, you are coming back to yourself. It's gaining control over your food choices so that you stop trying to make a diet fit. I had a client once say, there's no rebounding from this. like this is just my life now. This is how I view intuitive eating. Again, the time is going to be the time is going to pass. So why not make it the best right here right now? And we'll get into at the end of this episode or towards the end of this episode, we're gonna get into three major points on how intuitive eating really Saves you time. I want to share. I was on a client call this week and we were working through emotional eating. My client was describing her schedule and she was preparing to work 12 days on. Within those 12 days, she had a couple work trips planned in the mix of those. And here she was present on our calls with her action steps all printed out. And she was really. In the work with me. I am so impressed. I'm so impressed with her. Like, of course, as I was giving her action steps on how to tackle her emotional eating, I also was congratulating her. And I'm so impressed that I had to bring it to the podcast because it's so easy when your life gets really crazy and shit hits the fan. It's easy to latch on to a coping mechanism that might not be serving you anymore, right? Like emotional eating. And then in these moments, when shit's hitting the fan, life is crazy, your schedule's intense, right? We can use my client, for example, she's got 12 days on, she's got a couple travel days in between, and the stress is coming through. So now we're latching on to maybe emotional eating. And then Like you can relate, right? Like, then we start to feel guilt. We start to feel shame. We start wondering, like, what the hell is wrong with me? Why can I not manage all of this? When really there's nothing wrong with you, we just have to develop another habit for when life hits the fan. Again, I'm so impressed with my client because here she is in the muck, in the muck. Life is crazy. And she is working through developing a new habit to dealing with all of this life that's going on. Like it's not, yeah, it's stressful, but honestly, we all have it. We all have stress. There's not something in her life that one of another one of us doesn't have. We just have it differently. All of our lives get crazy. All of us handle stress in different ways. And it's so common to pick up food, and really pacify that situation. But really, we end up feeling worse later. Now, I really wanted her experience. I was asking her, like, okay, let's get through this emotional eating part. But I really want to hear her experience. This is what I was asking her, like, tell me your experience in this program. Because a lot of the times, it's easy to not want to do something like this when life is crazy. So she had messaged me on Voxer because in my one-on-one program right now, that's all I have. I have one-on-one options. And so my clients get access to message me in between calls. It's amazing. You have a dietitian in your pocket at all times. And so I have her permission to share this perspective with her. So She was scared. So here's what she's saying. I'll I'll just read it verbatim. I was scared about now not being the right time for me to work with you. I have been so anxious and I thought my challenges with food weren't something that we could address quick. Since I had been working with you, I've come up with helpful tools to monitor my anxiety and address concerns quickly. I have also been less hungry. I didn't even realize I was hungry throughout the day and helping me focus and feel better. I'm shocked with the progress we have made so quickly and how little effort I feel I have needed to put in. All you ask is that I pay attention to what my body is saying, in simple terms, which I'm so happy I am finally learning to do. I'm honestly surprised how little actual work it all requires. It's just about listening more and paying attention to my body cues. I'm really impressed with how I have felt and how easy it is to incorporate in my life. You guys, this is intuitive eating. I wanted to bring this podcast to you, this whole topic, because intuitive eating saves you time. Now, I wanted to share her experience because I feel that her experience really encapsulates how easy it is when her life is crazy right now. So let's kind of break it down with three points. Intuitive eating saves you time because it's getting you back to you. I think of this as a browser running in the background. It's running there. It's like the tab that you didn't even realize you had open anymore. It's there whether you are mindful of it or not. But when you are more mindful of it and the browser, like If we think of mindful of it, I just mean your body, like how these subtle sensations that are there and have always been there, we have just been used to ignoring them. Intuitive eating is just asking you to stop ignoring them. And when you're more mindful of it, like my client said in her message to me, you'll be more focused and you'll feel better. Who doesn't want to be more focused throughout the day and overall feel better? I talked about this on last week's podcast episode. The all the episode all about nervous system regulation. That is really the meat and potatoes on why you feel better because you're really responding to these subtle hunger cues, and you're starting to keep yourself. At this baseline level, like an equilibrium homeostasis, just grounded, truly grounded. There's no more peaks and valleys going on. And even if there is a peak, like let's say you go a long time without eating and you are kind of stressed, all that is is a time for you to be mindful and anchor back in to your intuitive eating journey there's no like wheelbarrows of shame that come with that like oh man i i went too long nope all you say is oh wow i went too long like you just observe what happened without any shame or guilt and use that to better prepare next time for example let's say you went a long time because you had to go to a meeting Or you had to take your daughter to cheer practice and then you had to pick your kid up from soccer. Next time it's like, okay, I'm going to bring a snack and maybe two snacks, or maybe I'm just going to leave some granola bars in the car just in case something happens. So that if something like that happens, you're always prepared. You're just continuing to pay it forward to yourself. Another way of saying it. Okay, so another way that intuitive eating saves you time is because you are not spending the time obsessing on what to eat. You just eat. You no longer have to worry about, is this healthy? Should I have this? Will my stomach hurt? You want to eat the cheesy potatoes with green beans? Boom, done, move on. Now, I know a lot of times it's hard to visualize, like, how can I not obsess or like how can i not have this like cash register running in the background calculating everything like how is this possible because the mind chatter has become something that just runs in the background naturally it's possible because in intuitive eating you really anchor in to how hunger feels for you like when you know oh i know let's use this as Example, you know exactly how it feels when you have to go to the bathroom. That sensation in your body is a somatic sensation. I have to go to the bathroom, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Nobody can try to tell you otherwise, or nobody can be like, well, this is how it feels. You're like, no, it's not. This is how it feels for me, the end. This is how hunger sensations feel for you when you are truly anchored into your intuitive eating journey. And all that is, is getting you back to yourself, right? It's just understanding how hunger feels in your body so that no one, including your own mind, cannot trick you out of it anymore. And when you are and you're like really developing a trust to honor your cravings, like, oh, man, I really want my grandma's lasagna. Okay, how can I recreate that? Then it's like, you know exactly what you want. You know, you're hungry. You know, it's going to sound good. The end. And it can be the same for like, I really just want a crunchy, like romaine salad. It's For me, it's always a Greek salad. I don't know why every time I talk, talk about salads, it's always a Greek salad for me, but it is. I know my cravings. I know what I want. And I don't have this lingering, like, ooh, this is bad. And even if you do, like, let's say you're like, yeah, okay, I do honor my cravings, but there is a little bit of lingering. All that is, is a little awareness to get curious with yourself. And thirdly, which kind of wraps it up, there's no more guilt and shame with emotional eating. But I always want to say, there's no guilt and shame with any type of eating because it's your truth. So I see with my clients a lot that our time is spent shaming ourselves and thinking that emotional eating is something we just have to live with. Or even worse, that it's something that is wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with like, I'm trying to think of how a client had said this to me before. So she was experiencing emotional eating and she almost felt, she felt so shameful about it that she felt that it was, she was incurable of it. Like this is something that I'm struggling with so deeply that there's no way I can ever be cured of this. And I feel shame even mentioning it. Now, this is curable and there's nothing wrong with you if you're experiencing emotional eating. I've experienced emotional eating. I mean, almost every single one. I actually don't think there has been one client that I've worked with that has not experienced emotional eating. It is a way that we cope with our emotions. We use food because it's very comforting and think about it like when we're when we're babies and we're wailing and crying and it's hard to soothe us we use food to soothe babies so it is totally normal to have food be comforting okay and when we get into my program we really work on is this comforting or is this causing you some sort of turmoil, whether that's emotional turmoil or your stomach's hurting, like let's get into it. But there is nothing wrong with you. And there's no reason to hide what you're eating. So intuitive eating really saves you the time there because it helps you overcome that you don't have to have this emotional turmoil that you're beating yourself up about, you're feeling really shameful about. It's just a side effect of dieting and making food off limits. Because if you make food off limits, you're 133% more likely to eat that food. And if you're not eating enough or you're going a long time between meals, you're even more likely to overeat or overconsume on something. So I really want to reiterate, you are not alone when it comes to emotional eating. And all the time that you're worrying about it or shaming about it, when you're really grounded into your intuitive eating journey, that's no longer there anymore. You just enjoy the food that you want. Maybe if you are feeling kind of emotional, you know different ways to cope with your emotions or you're like, oh, I just really... You know, like for me, for example, I'm just really missing my grandma. My grandma, my grandma is no longer here, so she can't make me that delicious lasagna. So if I'm like, I'm really sad around the holidays. My grandma would always make this lasagna. I can use food in that aspect to comfort me because my grandma would always make me lasagna. Now I'm making the lasagna. Do you see how the reframe is different around using food as comfort? it's all in your perspective. So I wanted to bring this episode to you on how intuitive eating saves you time because we are getting into the crazy last quarter where we have holidays coming up. We got Thanksgiving in the US. We have Christmas if you celebrate that. We're coming into the crazy busy season. And if you're feeling stress, I want you to anchor back into yourself. So kind of surmising the tips here, intuitive eating is really getting you back to you. Just as you tap into like, oh, my God, I have to go pee. Let's look at hunger the same way and let's stop apologizing for it. Let's just anchor into how we feel and respond in that way and really try to keep ourselves at a steady baseline. Now, the second point was all about how you no longer have to obsess about what you were eating. There's no longer like, oh, I make this dinner for my kids. I make this dinner for myself. My husband worries about himself or whatever. You eat whatever you'd like, whenever you like. Boom, done, move on. And third, no more emotional Guilt and shame around emotional eating, or any eating for that matter. Like the time that we spend, and I really can relate to this, but this time that we spend shaming ourselves for what we did, let's just use that as an awareness. Like, okay, this happened. Let's let's see what was going on in that moment. What can we do? How can we better prepare ourselves for something? Maybe we need some reframing or education. And let's stop shaming ourselves about it. Okay, my loves, that is the episode for this week. With all of my appreciation and love, we'll chat next week. If you have a problem binging, overeating sweets, eating so much of the candy that your stomach hurts, and really finding that your relationship with food is impacting your physical exercise, how you feel about your body, how you feel in your body, how you view your body, I really encourage you to drop into the show notes below and submit your application to my physical decoding program. My physical decoding program is a 12 week one-on-one nutrition coaching container led by me, the registered dietitian who has helped Several women overcome these negative impacts, the overeating, the obsessing about food, really not understanding how to use food to fuel your body, but still being able to enjoy the candy and the cupcakes and not missing out on any joys of life because of a restrictive diet. Now is the time to uh, to apply to my physical decoding program. Take your time filling out the application and I can't wait to talk to you soon.